Welcome to the pushback. Or pushback. Pushback podcast. Can you speak louder, Joshua? Yeah. Okay. Um, We're testing this out. We're seeing how this goes. Um, The pushback podcast, because Joshua and I tend to get into, not arguments, but disagreements about certain things. We also agree about a lot of things. But we tend to push back on each other's opinions, so (laughs) catch on words. Um, But yeah, so we both have our technology out so we can type up and research our things we're going to be talking about and discussing today and hopefully when this takes off we can start doing advertisements and all that kind of fun stuff so exciting okay so um what are we talking about i don't know we were we were talking about the parallel universe which is kind of trippy and a lot not a lot of people are talking about that which i think should be discussed more often so what do you think about that jay um, it's kind of crazy. I found it on Twitter this morning. It's not really news, apparently. It's kind of trending on Twitter a little bit, but other than that, I didn't really say anything. We kind of talked about it earlier, but... I read a few articles and stuff. Yeah. But it's just surprising because not a lot of people are talking about it. Like, a whole parallel universe has been discovered, or what's, what's the word? Um, they found evidence for it, I guess, or whatever, but yeah. at the same time, it's like... Time's going backwards there, so we were discussing what? Um, like, there has to be an end, because if there's an end, they had to start from some point, which means there's an end of the human race or on Earth. There's an end point, and our end point is their starting point. Starting point, point yeah. So they're going to go back to our starting point, so basically it just proves that there's, like, a timeline. There's some so ending there point. So there has to be an end to yeah. this, this whole thing. And time's, like, going backwards there, apparently, which is pretty trippy. Yeah. So, we were like, what does that mean, that we have doppelgangers? Well, then, no. We might, we're probably still alive there, or if there is one of ourselves, you don't think so? If it's, <clears throat> unless the world ends in a couple years, then obviously we're not going to be alive. Yeah. We're going to the end of time, they're starting at the end of time, that means, like, we're just as far apart in age from them as the first people who ever existed on our earth. But weren't we just discussing how we're probably still alive but time is just going backwards and we're in different time periods? So like we still exist. We're still our current age right now, 16, 20 years old, but we're just in that time period of whatever is happening. Yes, right. So, I don't know. It's interesting because like I, I'm a comic book, comic book person, so I can talk about all kinds of stuff in The Flash and all these different scientific science fiction things and then the fact that it's actually kind of happening, and then a couple week, couple weeks ago, couple, a month ago, they start talking about UFOs. Yeah. How, how long? I mean, it wasn't the first time, obviously. They've been told us that UFOs have been discovered. Covered, That's yeah. been years ago, but I guess people are just starting to pick up on it, paying attention to it, since a lot of things are happening like, in a row. They're like, kind of interesting, so. I mean, aliens have been existed, like everybody knows that already. It's yeah. just a matter of seeing them for ourselves or proving that they actually do exist valid they 100% exist so there's no way we're just the only ones in the universe in the aura of places or whatever you know Mm -hmm. but twitter's our main source of news (laughs) well not necessarily but like Opinions. Opinions and like reading up on stuff and seeing what's trending I get my opinions for myself I just filter my opinions through others so like if there's 
They bring up a valid point or something. Yeah, I let other pe- people's opinions on Twitter challenge what I already believe. So, like, somebody says something about blah, 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 and it conflicts what I'm saying, then I might take a piece of what they're saying and, like, challenge it against mine. Mm-hmm. If my point still proves up, then I'm going to stick with that. But if it folds, then I will change my position. Yeah. I agree. I mean, because every morning I wake up and I look at Twitter and be like, what is going on in the world? Because I think whatever is happening in pop culture or politics, things with the earth, anything, it's trending on Twitter most likely. So, so um, really you mentioned politics. So what happened? Oh, Jesus. What happened today? Um, so <laughs> Okay, we're about to start getting into politics. It's going to be interesting. Joe Biden um, is vetting Amy Klobuchar and... My guy, Mark Lamont Hill, if you're listening to this ever in any instance, you know, you just heard me. I can't. But um, he tweeted that it's just a normal process. He's probably going to do that for everybody. So it's not like a, a red flag. He'll probably do the same for Kamala and Stacey and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, that's the only little win we could potentially get. I mean, if he picks any of the people I just mentioned, then it's kind of still a loss at the end of the day. But Yeah. I mean, it's still a loss anyway because he's our presidential nominee for the Democratic Party. Yeah, and there's no we're just biting our tongue for Joe Biden. I can't stand him still. I mean, I'm I can't vote, but um, even if I could, I would not be voting for, for Joe, Joe Biden. Biden or Donald Trump for that matter. Biden. Obviously, for obvious reasons. But but um, not for Joe Biden for some other non-obvious reasons. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, the whole list of women is just kind of interesting. Of like potential people, like I'm looking at it right now on CNN and like Kamala Harris. Don't really like her, but okay. Um, Amy Klobuchar? Klobuchar? Klobuchar. Klobuchar. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, yeah, but she would never do that. So that's like knocked out. Uh, Catherine Cortez Masetto? Have you heard heard her? I haven't heard her. Um, Don't count out Elizabeth Warren because... You think so? Elizabeth Warren absolutely would do that. I mean, that's... You think she would be his VP? I mean, not because she's cool people, because she's not cool people. That's why she would do that. Okay, to what? Make some type of challenge between the two of them during their run? No, to, um... How do I say this? Sorry, I'm kind of drinking water right now in the background. Don't mind me. I don't know. I'm I'm convinced the reason she stayed in the race is obviously... That's kind of the reason, one of the main reasons why Bernie lost in the first place, because she stayed in the race and kind of ate up the votes or a good amount of the votes that Bernie would have gotten. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe she was incentivized to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if she was, because she knew she was going to get a vice president spot from Joe Biden. That, that kind of makes so sense for, like, strategy-wise. Yeah, totally. Um, And then you have, like, some other people on this list that we haven't really heard of, like Keisha Lance Bottom Bottoms. I have no idea. Either. She's the mayor of Atlanta, apparently. Um, Gretchen Whitmer. Belle Demings, Michelle Lungan, Susan Rice, and Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Abrams is number 10 on CNN's website. Um, but, of course, they're all women because, you know, they're trying to get pull the women's vote or whatever. And But also, like, a lot of them are women of color. But at the same time, it's like... Which doesn't count for anything if they don't stand same, for any Exactly, policies. exactly. Like, the point I'm trying to make is that if you put someone on your team that you don't agree with, why do that just to get the vote? Because you're not being true to yourself. What's the point in doing that? Well, I mean, when are they ever true to themselves? They don't. Well, they could care less about But that's them. just politics. That's so it's, it's not just politics. It's just the politicians that we continuously voted for. That's why 
we need to not vote for Joe Biden so people can understand that we're not just going to fall in Four line, line. whenever Four. somebody Four. does whatever they put. 100%. Like. Yeah. But this is it's just like a random list of women that people are guessing. And I honestly don't know who he's going to pick, but I won't be surprised. I honestly don't think he's going to pick a woman of color. Um, my um, guess would be Kamala Harris. Really? Just because she's black and... They kind of had some issues, and he's kind of going to represent, like, overcoming their issues to unite and find And conquer goal. Donald Trump or whatever. Yeah, and fight against Donald Trump, you know, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But they're both, like, extremely that's corrupt. Not, oh, yeah, of course. That's, but, that's you know, either. that's not surprising at all. Yeah, exactly, so. I mean, because at this point, it's like, I have a vote, right? I'm 20 years old, but at the same time, it's frustrating because... I have a vote, but the vote, where the hell is my vote going? To Joe Biden? Whoop-de-doo. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's irritating to me. And the fact that our generation's voice really isn't being heard in a lot of the cases because you're not listening to who we want to vote for because you have all these other people that are voting for these corrupt politicians that are always in office. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah, just because the people who are actually running... Um... I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I apologize, but Shahid Wuthar running against Nancy Pelosi. People like him are people we need to start electing the office because, I mean, whether they change or not, <clears throat> they actually accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. Anything is, I wouldn't say anything, but is better than Nancy Pelosi or people like her. Mm-hmm. So even if he's not able to pass Medicare for All or, or we flip all of Congress and we still can't pass what we pass, at mm-hmm. least we're not in corruption, like we have a fresh new start. Yeah. With new people who actually want to accomplish things, whether they yeah. have the means to accomplish them or not. So. I, I think, too, like, I'm starting to get sick of seeing so many old faces. But, like, truly, like, if you think about the large percentage of the Senate, Congress, all these people are old white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of the day, well, they're in, like, what, their 50s, 60s, 70s? 70s, 80s. 80s, but 90s, fair, 100s? Um, my guy Bernie, he's an old white guy, but just being old and white doesn't mean, mean? that they're bad. Because obviously Bernie isn't. <clears throat> I mean, Bernie has his downfalls, like a lot of them recently. Mm-hmm. But um, he's still my guy to support him. Mm-hmm. If I could vote, that would be my vote, obviously. But um, yeah, there there's a lot of old, corrupt white guys. Most of them are, unfortunately. You know, you know but Bernie is a outlier mm-hmm. in most cases, so... About, do you anything. think his campaign would be different if he was younger? Um, probably because the media wouldn't be able to demonize the fact that he's an old guy. And he gets sick or whatever. He, weird, so. he had a heart attack or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah, if he was younger, he probably would have had a better chance. But there's that's a very minor factor. There's a lot of other factors that could have contributed to him losing. Or not could have, definitely did contribute to him losing. losing yeah. So I don't think age is that as big of a deal because if we want to bring age into it, Joe Biden is in his 70s. Elizabeth Warren in her 70s, I'm pretty sure as well. You can check that. Elizabeth um, Warren is in her 70s? Let's see. Yeah, 60s, something like that. Donald Trump is however old. I don't know, 70-something. Hillary Clinton is like 60, 70-something. Elizabeth Warren is 70 years old. Yeah, it's just a bunch of... old people. Some good old people. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Some bad old people. Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Joe Biden's seventy-seven years old. How old is Nancy Pelosi? She's in that bad group as well. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. How old is Nancy Pelosi? Okay, Bernie's seventy. 
eight. Nancy is. Nancy is 80 years old. 80 years old. Yeah, it's pretty good. You have, you you can try to understand how the young the younger millennial generation Z what what else are they whatever anyway but like you can try to understand how we feel but you don't mm-hmm. you're still thinking in such a fixed mindset of when you were raised and you can try your best to say whatever you want out of your ass but at the same time you don't really understand our feelings so yeah. we need to get more people that are in our age not now I'm not saying we should have like super reckless however young old people but at the same time i think we need more people that are like i mean I'm 20s one. 30s 40 reckless people well, what is reckless i, I mean, mean valid you could also set up that new standard of things, reckless but. reckless is taking money from corporations and not representing the people that voted for you that's what reckless is True. reckless isn't running at 25 and being an abolitionist and anarchist and running on whatever you feel like running mm-hmm because this new generation, like, we honestly have the best chance to flip things around. Like, we can literally, we literally have the power. Like, we can make a stand right now, decide not to vote for Joe Biden, Donald Trump gets reelected, and people finally start to realize that we have the power to change things. Mm-hmm. And once we figure that out, we can actually start to use our votes and give people confidence to actually run and things like that. So that's really what is, like, the biggest game changer right now. But how do you think we're going to be able to do that? Like, because I feel like we can do that and create that platform as young as young people. But do you think we're going to get the same amount of supporters and donations or whatever that you need to make it to the big Democratic and Republican but that's, debates or whatever? That's where you're missing the point. It doesn't have to be Democratic or Republican debates. It could be our own party debates. If we formulate enough people, we don't have to stay in the Democratic Republican oh, Party. Right, yeah. We can start our own new parties. Like, we don't need these... Fixed labels. Yeah, like, we don't have to stay in this two-party system. We could... Why don't we have ten parties, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, divide things but up a little bit more. I think, too, that people need to make it more clear that there are a lot of Democrats that also agree with Republicans. It's not just Democrats did this, Republicans did that. No, it's Democrats it's are basically just Republicans. Republicans, yeah. Like, fast, in rewind, some sense, okay, explain years. explain how Democrats are some, some Republicans. Rewind 100, 200 years ago, right? Yeah. Democrats, you know what the political spectrum is. Democrats are basically, current day some Democrats. Some people might not know what the political spectrum is. Current day Democrats are probably... Just old Republicans, what old Republicans used to be. That's what they are. I mean, Republicans have moved even further right, but so have Democrats. Mm-hmm. So the media tells us that people like Bernie are so radical. Bernie Sanders is a communist. He's a socialist. He wants to give people universal health care. Oh, my God, so bad, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, Bernie Sanders is a traditional how politicians are supposed to be. Like, he's dead center in the middle. Giving people universal health care and affordable housing should be the basic. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is to the right of that. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't get into radical stuff. I mean, not radical isn't even a bad word, but we don't get into like radical, like far left stuff until we start talking about communism. Mm-hmm. Like giving people free school lunch and tuition free college isn't a radical idea. Like Bernie is hundred percent because so many other countries center. are doing it too, though. Yeah. So I'm like, they're, 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 it's not like it's impossible. There are yeah, ways for you to do this, it. This is just the American political spectrum. 100%. Sorry, like I keep saying 100%. <laughs> we're supposed to believe that 
Democrats are the ones in the center and to the left. Mm -hmm. But in reality, Democrats and Republicans are both way on the right. Mm -hmm. And people like Bernie Sanders are basically in the middle. So, yeah, that's that's the mindset we need to start getting into and come to that realization. And I think also, too, we need to start getting the mindset of stop trying to place labels on people and judging people so much. And, of course, like, if you do a direct action that is clearly shown that you are doing whatever that is degrading to some group of people or whatever yes 100 percent. like those people should be should understand what they did is wrong but at the same time i don't think there should be such a label plus something because like just because you see someone doing something bad in the street doesn't mean they're republican all we know they could be democrat yeah they could be a green party but it's just these labels that are created by society that have caused people to think that just because you're doing something that's really racist you're a republican which is not true at all because you have tons of democrats that are extremely racist yeah it's just democrats are better at hiding their because they they hide behind the flag and they hide behind the other ideologies or whatever because they have they have a staff full of women that are people of color and they represent whatever like people like donald trump he's open about like this may be controversial but i'm i can appreciate the fact that donald trump is so open about exactly what he's going to do i mean he wasn't when he ran he's kind of dishonest but Mm -hmm. He just doesn't care. He goes out, tells you exactly what he's going to do, and he does it regardless of anybody has to think about it. So he's just open about his hatred, open about his racism, open about his bigotry, open about his right-wing politics. Mm-hmm. But Democrats, or leaders of the Democratic Party, they are a little more They hush-hush. basically are the same way. They just are better at hiding it and masking it in this... To making it a better light to make it seem like you're right. Yeah. ...type of view. Like yeah. That's how they play people, basically. Politics, man. It's rough out here. Okay, and for those that didn't know what Josh was talking about earlier, talking about the political spectrum, it's basically the left wing, the center wing, and the right wing. Can you explain, Josh, what the left wing is? Well, um, there's no center wing. It's just center. Center, excuse me. But um, left wing is more like communist, socialist. Uh, Right wing is more like libertarian, authoritarian, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so like people you would find on the right wing of politics are the Hitlers of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, although Russia was a um, communist country, supposedly, I guess you could still count Stalin and people like that as right wing. Donald Trump, right wing. Hillary Clinton, right wing. And then you see people like Bernie, like um, center left. And you get like like super left people like... Karl Marx. Yeah. Like Karl Marx and um, other people like that. So, those people you'd find on the left side of the political spectrum. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We had, we, had some, to, we had some issues. We had some issues with our, some folks in the background. We're back. Okay. Let's try to move away from the politics. Oh, my bad. Oh. I missed some pretty significant things. What did you miss? Okay, Dr. missed something, and then we're going to move on. I only used Karl Marx as a left-wing example, but um, I forgot, obviously, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, people like that, Mahatma Gandhi or whatever. How do you say his name? I apologize. <laughs> um, or I could just say Gandhi. Gandhi, yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's much other, of other people. Yeah. Those are great examples. I, though. I don't know their names, but yeah, people like that. Cool. But yeah, so we'll try to insert a little political talk here and there from the views and the minds of a 16-year-old and 20-year-old 
black teens. You're not a teen. I'm not a teen anymore. Yeah, I'm a 20. I'm in the 20s. But whatever. Anyway, just our opinions. Try to push back on one another and talk about that kind of thing. But let's move on. Let's try to go somewhere else. Let's talk about Lana Del Rey. Did you read about her essay or whatever on Instagram? I have not. Please freshen up about it because man oh man, did she spark a fire. Um, what was she talking about? So basically, Lana Del Rey was just, she had um, this little, not outburst, but she wrote an essay, an Instagram essay, and it basically talked about how um, she doesn't feel properly represented because all these women like Beyonce, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande, Camila mm-hmm. Cabello, yeah. they all talk about shaking booty. Mm-hmm. Um, we might we might cause on here later. We're probably not. But anyway, she's talking about moving their body parts and accentuating their bodies and like showing off the women, the woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about cash money, this cash money, that. Whereas Lana Del Rey also talk, she doesn't talk about those kind of things. She talks more about depression and suffering anxiety as a woman and being abused and that kind of thing. So she has more of a not like dark necessarily, but more realistic. Um, type of music, basically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were coming for her. But also, also, a lot of people agreed with her because she kind of made it seem as if their music is bad, in a sense, by the way she typed it. I don't know if that was her intention, but at the same time, it's like... I don't think there should be any type of judgment between music, personally. Um, I think that it's not... what you're talking about, I mean... I mean, in her there's, case, there's I think that some. as women, it's already hard enough in industry, so why not? If that's what they're going to talk about, that's what they're going to talk about. But at the same time, it's like, Beyonce doesn't only talk about that. Or, um, who else? Ariana Grande doesn't necessarily only talk about that kind of thing. She talks about how she deal with her anxiety when her ex-boyfriend passed away, Mac Miller. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's not just not saying that there aren't artists that are talking about anxiety, depression. I mean, look at Billie, Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, <laughs> her, her videos can get kind of dark. She talks about I, anxiety. I, I, and, I listen to Billie like that. So. I mean, like her song, Everything I Wanted, she's mm-hmm. talking about jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge from depression, and she has suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like Lana Del Rey is the only person in the world that's, that sings about that kind of stuff. So I think that's the one thing that's like frustrating a lot of people is that she's making it seem as if I'm the only one here that's making this kind of music about depression and anxiety, and I don't appreciate the fact that people are coming for me. Well, I think that's the point she's making. I mean, the first part is she's talking about basically how people like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, they tend to be like number one, Soja Cat. Mm-hmm. She's talking about the same things, but I mean, that's obviously not the truth because earlier last year, later last year, Billie Eilish had several number one hits. Exactly. And she's and talking her about. Yeah. Top five on the chart, top three. And, and not saying that all of her music is about anxiety and depression and super sad stuff. It's just, she's just being herself in a form that, for a community that's not really expressed that often. Yeah, and Ariana Grande has had several songs recently, very recently on top three, top two. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure she has a number one song right now. Yeah, with Justin Bieber, I think, right? I don't know, but I'm, I know she has a number one song right now. So. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't, I'm, I really don't know who Lana Del Rey is. Del Rey, I've never heard a Lana Del Rey song before. Are you serious? So. I'll play you a song after this spot. Here, I'm gonna play one of my favorite um, songs right now. Because I love Lana Del Rey. But of course, you know, I think another thing too, people are coming for her because of the fact that she's white. So she's kind of like in this damsel of distress, like, I'm not being heard. 
because I'm a white girl or whatever, which is not fair. Yeah, that's I don't not, think that's at not all. true because, like I said earlier, Ariana Grande just to be our number one on the, the charts, charts right now. Yeah. They just passed Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj, the people she was just talking about. Yeah. So, so I think my thing is, too, is like, why not bring in the men into it? I mean, because men aren't talking about. Men are talking about over-sexualizing women all the time. Are you talking about? Are you kidding me? So why aren't they? Why aren't they getting called out for it? Well, because she. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't read the essay, so I don't really know what she's talking about. To be honest. My point is, is that Lana's making some valid points, but at the same time, I don't think that it's fair for her to come for people that have worked their butts off for their careers, and that the fact that they're just like Beyonce wasn't always making number one hits. Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj was not always making number one hits. So and I think another reason why people are coming for her again is because a lot of the people that she's speaking of are women of, I'm not going to say women of color, black women. Yeah. So that's why she's probably getting more fire now. But I'm going to play a song right now by Lana that I love. Um, she has an angelic voice and I love her a lot. That's just a nice 37 seconds of that song, and oh, it's yeah. amazing. She, sound, she sounds pretty good. So She sounds really good. Uh, but she, I'm saying, she's talking about just the fact that she doesn't get the appreciation she deserves. I could kind of see that because that sounded pretty good. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like if she sings like that consistently, I should, probably should know who she is by now, and I don't. So. You, if you like the great the movie, The Great Gatsby, she's yeah. pretty much that whole soundtrack. You should check it out. But yeah. But I think also, too, is that she, her ex boyfriend's a cop. She's had some problematic conversations, tweets, or whatever, and then, you know, kind of been a part of that cancel culture. Um, and so there's all these different things that are, she put that out this today, I think today or yesterday or whatever that I say. And so there are multiple things that are coming into play that are causing people to be like, well, Lana, sis, we're talking about being really mistreated when you used to date a police officer or da, 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 da. Well, That's not a fair point. I know a hundred percent. So, but again, that's just going all back into that whole cancel culture of things. Of wanting to pick whatever that person did wrong or did this that you don't agree with, they're canceled. We can't do Lana Del Rey anymore. Lana Del Rey is an artiste. She can sing her butt off. And of course, like every other artist, every other poet, every other politician, every other businessman or woman has problems and are problematic actors, actresses. Like, that's just the world we live in. So the fact that there's so much cancel culture and being like, well, I'm done with this person because they did that, that's out of pocket. I think. Yeah, they just gotta give people opportunity to fulfill their past. I mean, if it's if it's consistent and they still showcase some of these things, like to this day, or negative attitudes towards certain things, that could potentially be a thing. But if it's just somebody said something in their 20 or 30, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, yeah, and they've made up for it, they've apologized for it, they've changed their actions, you can't really hold that against them. Because yeah. everybody makes mistakes. I mean, I'm sure I'm on a path not on a path to make mistakes but i will make mistakes everyone makes mistakes so i would think i don't i would have an issue if people tried to put that against me yeah so if you think about kevin hart 
Yeah. For the that's, for hosting the Oscars. That was that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Um I mean, that's a whole other thing to it, get into. Um, what was the comment again? I forgot. He made some he made some comment about the LGBTQ plus community like ten years ago. Yeah, and then it resurfaced because you know people go start digging up dirt when someone makes a big thing like that, especially a black man, mm-hmm. black comedian at that. And of course, the comedian world is already this crazy absurd thing that says obscure out of pocket stuff all the time. Yeah, it's but of course com- it's comedy. comedy. Yeah, and so but we now we live in like our generation's really sensitive now too. So, um, but also too like Kevin kind of went into this whole spill about. He should have handled it differently or whatever, too. But that's just a whole other thing to discuss. But, yeah. He I said mean, some really not... messed up stuff about his son um, being the F word and wanting to, like, playing with some dollhouse or whatever. Something like that. He said some, some comments about his son being a part of the LGBTQ community. And it turned over and they found other stuff and other stuff and other stuff from his past. He hasn't done anything But since. it's not necessarily that you need to just excuse whatever's said. It's yeah. just... Just look at that thing being said as itself mm-hmm. and, like, focus on that one thing. Don't paint that entire picture over that person based on one comment they made because that's not fair. Yeah. So if you want to look at his bad comment, then look at his bad comment. Hold him accountable for that, but don't try to make that out as the person that he is going to be for the rest of his life or that he's been for his entire life. Yeah. So you need to be able to look at individual instances by themselves rather than... Making that seem like that's a whole person. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, so... This is what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Different things kind of intertwined to one another. We went from parallel universe, talking about politics, talking about Lana Del Rey, to Kevin Hart. So, you know, we're kind of just going to do an even mixture of things. Maybe we'll start getting into food. When new things we've tried out from places or whatever. And new scenery. Who knows? Um, but just talking about stuff. We're going to try to keep these episodes to around... Or who knows? As long as we want to talk, I would say probably. But um, this is our first episode, so I hope everyone enjoyed it. And we're just talking. If you have comments, comment them. If you want to DM us about stuff, DM us. We're gonna post this on our own social media to share with other people so they can go see it. It's gonna be on Apple Podcasts. It's gonna be on Spotify and any other podcast sites that are part of the verse. So we're gonna check out. Catch y'all later. Um, hopefully we'll have sponsors next these next few no, episodes. You don't think so? I think we can get there. Whatever. Anyway. But this is the pushback podcast. Catch y'all later. Bye. Bye.